0: You're listening to a podcast of The River in Durant, Oklahoma. Join us Sundays at 10 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Or learn more about us online at theriverdurant.com. You may not think you're talented in any way, but I'm telling you, when you are faced with a situation that you don't know how you're going to do it, but you're going to do it. That's what God wants to use you for because you've got the I can in you, Amen. As you know, we were in Branson this past week, and like I said, it rained nearly every day. But a couple of days we were able to get out, and uh, we call my husband the map. You know, you don't know, like on Dora. I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm the map. Well, he's everybody's map because, uh, especially in Dallas. Because when we were college students at Christ for the Nations, a friend of ours drove a sandwich truck, and he went on vacation, and so he got John to drive the truck for him all week. So that man learned where everything was. So friends and family will call and say, all right, I'm in Dallas. Where do I go if I want to go here? And he's, so he's always knows how to navigate. Well, when Branson, we got into a place where he was not familiar with at all. We had three GPS's on, (laughs) I know. (laughs) They were all saying something different. (laughs) How crazy is that? (laughs) But yeah, anyway, um, so he finally said, I'm just gonna do what I know to do. And before we knew it, we were exactly where we needed to be. So you gotta trust that instinct inside of you you know, there, there's a little judging inside there, you know. He, he gives you the uh, knowledge when you need it. And, uh, <laughs> and he'll make a way. He'll make a way where there doesn't seem to be one. And at that point, there didn't seem to be one. Amen. But he has given you God-given abilities and capabilities. Even your natural abilities were given to you by the Lord. Um, and like I said about Mariah a couple of years ago she said, I don't want to miss God, but I don't know what He wants me to do. What you love to do, that's what He's called you to do. That's what He's called you to do. Many people don't know that. They go, I, I don't want to miss God's will. I, you know, I'm but you won't because it's naturally inside of you. You already love doing things some you know, if you love to ride horses, if you love to mow yards, whatever it is you like to do. You know, he put that inside of you. I love to decorate. I drive my husband crazy, but I I don't know why. And in fact, at one point I asked God to take that away from me because I was driving my husband crazy. I'm going, okay, I don't have to change the room every season. (laughs) This is nuts. (laughs) But it's in me. I couldn't make it go away, you know? And whatever you love to do, He has put that inside of you, and it's so important to use that. Amen? Amen. Amen. You know, sometimes it's just something we like to do. He put that gift in you. People feel guilty about that. I don't understand that. You know, if you have a natural gift, use it. You know, I heard years ago a... uh, A pastor friend of ours, Pastor Charles Neiman out in El Paso, who has a massive church. And uh, he said he was at a conference and uh, they were sharing something just like this. Well, he was sharing something like this. And he said, a man came up to him after the service. And he said, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm finally going to do what God has called me to do. He said when he was a little boy, his daddy told him to go in the bedroom and pray and see what God wanted him to do. I think he was like nine years old. And so he did. And the Lord told him he wanted him to be an architect. So when he came out, his dad said, Did the Lord tell you what he wants you to do? And he said, Yes, he wants me to be an architect. And he goes, No, he doesn't. He's called you to the ministry. And so that young boy went into the ministry hating every minute of it. He, he just, that was not what he was called to do. And he failed at it because he wasn't called to do that. And he felt like a failure so many years of his life because his dad told him he was not supposed to be an architect. But in fact, he was. Now that man does not take any jobs than are less than a million dollar project and he's one of the best architects in the world he had it in him but it got shut down (laughs) but you have it in you god has given you something he always does he said he did amen and you also have unlimited potential all things all things not some all things uh years ago i I didn't live in thackerville when this happened but i've heard of stories of when people get in certain situations they have like superman power and uh this young girl there she was uh driving the family tractor i don't know what she was doing and she had her little brother up on the fender well bad idea anyway but she's riding along evidently she hit a bump The little boy fell off well she panicked panicked and instead of pushing in the clutch she just pushed the brake and it died well it was right on top of him and so she ran around and just this is so crazy to even believe a kid could do this she's a teenage girl she picked up the axle picked that up by the axle picked that tractor up and lifted it off of her little brother (laughs) She didn't know that was in there, (laughs) amen, but he just got a few bruises, nothing broken. I mean, it was a miracle of God, and this little boy wound up being one of the most amazing spirit-filled preachers in Thackerville. He had a call on his life, and God wasn't going to let him die, (laughs) amen. God is so good. See, the devil doesn't bring challenges that look easy. You know that, don't you? In fact, they looked insurmountable, just like her lifting up that tractor. There was no way in her natural ability could she ever do that. But God, he always, he always wins. Amen? That, that just amazes me how he takes the most impossible situation and turns it for good because he is a good God, and he loves you you know that don't you no matter what your life has been like no matter how insurmountable your challenges have been he you can overcome it because he has given that power within you to be able to do that no thing is too great for you to be able to achieve the only thing that limits you is what you think about that thing that's it you can't you can't think I can't I can't I can't I can't because he says you can I can do all things no matter what situation I face I can do it I can do it you can do it you can do it he's called you to do it and whatever you love to do that's what I. it's like I was saying you know those are natural a lot of them are natural gifts I mean, my husband is a natural at talking, I mean, in case you hadn't figured that out. This guy can tell more stories than anybody I've ever seen in my life. But that's what he loves to do. He never meets a stranger, Uh, Pastor Terry, it drives him crazy because he's not like that at all. And so John will just get to, you know, everywhere we went, he got to know everybody. You know, he's sitting... uh, One person we were sitting next to, we went to a funeral a couple of weeks ago. They were from that same town, and they got to completely know each other, know everything all about each other, while we're sitting there just looking like stumps on a lawn. (laughs) He just knows everything now. He goes, yeah, they're from Elmore. They're from this city. And I'm just going, you are crazy. (laughs) But that's who he is. That's who he is. He knows how to talk and to get to know people. He never meets a stranger, which I appreciate that about him because if we were both like that, I mean, we would be in a hole somewhere. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's so good to see God use the different gifts. And uh, I mean, these kids over here, they they have been with us for years. The our worship leaders and they came to us as kids and But we saw the gift in them. And, of course, my husband, had he talked to him and talked him into (laughs) poor Casey. The first time he came, I think it was, we were going to do our Christmas play, uh, The Gospel According to Scrooge, which is not a play, it's a production. But uh, they had to ask him to be Mr. Fezziwig, John. (laughs) And he goes, I am not doing that. I am not going to do that. We said, Yes, we need you in the play. No, I don't want to do it. But we told him he was going to do it. As soon as he met Casey, he goes, And by the way, you're going to be Mr. Fezziwig in the play. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> Amen. He didn't know he was Mr. Fezziwig. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> yeah, many years ago, God called him and perish Amen. And like I said, all of you have that in you. What do you love to do? What do you love to do? Because I see so many people that doing what they hate and they're miserable. It's just, it's a sad life. And I, you know, I just say, people ask me that a lot. Well, I don't know what to do. What do you like to do? Do it. Step out. It's a step of faith, you know. Uh, John and I, years ago, we... You know, walked away, Uh, we had pastored out in San Angelo, Texas for over 15 years, and the Lord told us to go to Austin and build a church. We owned four city blocks, we had a half a million dollars in the bank, we had six acres in the most expensive part of the city, and God said, go to Austin and build a church. And I mean, people thought he had lost his mind. And I was kind of wondering. But, you know, when that call is there, you have to go. You have to go. And we did. And that church is still going today. Our younger son, Brandon, pastors there in that very same church. And so, you know, it's, it's a step of faith. Anything we do, it's a step of faith. But he gives us the encouragement and the the. Confirmations to do it. You know, I can't tell you how many people came up and said, I feel like you need to go to Austin. I don't know why. And it's just like, no, no, no. <laughs> of course, I didn't know what Austin was like. I'd been there maybe one time, but had I known, I would not have gone. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't like that city. <laughs> it's too liberal for me. <laughs> Amen. But anyway, and then number three, you have a supernatural power. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Christ strengthens me. Yeah. It's not you. This one is from him. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Uh, like I said, we were uh, in Branson this week. Well, while I was there, we, I, I said I wasn't going to buy anything for the store. And, of course, Pastor Terry just cracked up laughing. He goes, yes, you will. Yes, you will. So we got a trailer <laughs> and filled it full. <laughs> in case you don't know, I have a shop or a, a section in Antediluvian with uh, Parrish and Casey. Amen. Yeah. Woo-woo. Anyway, so needless to say, I filled it. John, That's what John told me. He said, if you're going to get it, you're going to fill it. And I said, jeez, if I have to, I guess I will. <laughs> And God brought me the most amazing deals. <laughs> Woohoo! And, um, but, while, so we were pulling this trailer. And while John was, John was driving this bourbon, which was Pastor Terry and them, and it, he was kind of struggling because it was full. And uh, Pastor Terry reached over and pushed the tow haul button. He did not know, John didn't know it was on there. And all of a sudden, this unseen power came into that car. And I mean, we were going. <laughs> it was amazing. That car took off. It was, it was shocking. My husband was like, wow, where has this been all my life? <laughs> anyway, and he told Pastor Terry, he said, now when you get rid of this car, I want it. Because I like that button. <laughs> you have an unseen button inside of you and I say to you stand up in the spirit and start praying in the spirit because that's the power whatever your burden is push that button make it happen speak in tongues worship God amen if you need healing push that button amen God, there's nothing impossible with God. And let me tell you this while I'm talking about healing. It is always his will to heal. Because Jesus said he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For the father was with him. Anything you see Jesus do, you can do it. Amen. He wants you to be healed. He wants you to be prosperous. He wants everything in your life to be good because he loves you he loves you you have unsaved loved ones push that button i believe god for my whole household amen if you got an unsaved loved one out there push that button and believe god for that person he'll bring them in i mean i had the most hard-headed daddy i've ever seen in my life he was a hard-headed german i don't know if you've ever been around one of them but Anyway, I mean, we witnessed to that man for years and years and years, and it was just like, he even went into a rehab to get off of alcohol, never touched alcohol again from that time to the day he died, but he did that with his own will, and and when he came to the point of him, he was, they called all of us kids in, and he lived up in Minnesota, and I, so I flew in to see him, and I told my daughter, which was his favorite grandchild. I said, she said, has, pa, has grandpa got saved? I said, no. I said, I've done everything I know to do. She said, well, go get a card, a healing, you know, a, a greeting card, write the whole salvation message in it and tell him it's from me. I said, okay, I'll do that. So I went to the hospital, read the whole salvation message to him. And I'm going, yes, this is going to do it. He goes, that pookie, she's something, isn't she? That's what he called her. Did not get saved. I'm just like, Lord, have mercy. But he promises us, us and our household. And three weeks before that man died, he gave his life to Christ. As long as they're breathing, never give up. Never give up. That's what I tell people. Never give up. Amen. Remember the power within you because that power is a, its not only a mere force. It is a person. It is the person of Jesus Christ, the anointed one. But in you, he is the anointing. And no matter what you're facing, you know, he tells us to lay hands on people, not just the pastors. I mean, you're called to this too. We all are. Because without you, how is this world ever going to get saved? That's why we're still here, you know. Because the Father's not satisfied yet. But when he gets satisfied, hey, I'm out of here. If you want to believe in the mid-tribulation, end of the whatever, I'm going going out first. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Praise God. So what I've told you today is... You have basic capabilities you have unlimited potential and you have supernatural power if there's anyone here today that has no idea what i've been talking about when you come to know jesus christ as your savior it forever changes your life it forever changes your life I used to be the shy little girl sitting in the corner, didn't want to talk to anybody. I know, it's hard to believe that now, but anyway, that's who I was. I was afraid of people, and look at me. I mean, I'm not John Holler, but I'm not called to be John Holler. I'm called to be Ann Holler, and you know, I never thought I would be standing and preaching. I like to pray for people, love to pray for people, because I've seen so many miracles But doing this was not in my (laughs) my mind of thinking. But it was in God's. And so I've been pushed into it. And I do mean pushed. Amen. (laughs) I love doing it, but I, I just, you know. I like praying better. So if you have a request this morning, if you would like to have hands laid on you and you be healed, or if you need prosperity, God is a prosperous God too. Because he said everything your hands touch would prosper. And his word does not return void in case you don't know.